Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Happy to have our next guest back with us. Let's go to the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. He knows exactly how the Kansas City Chiefs feel right now. And he knows exactly how the Philadelphia Eagles feel right now. He's former Seattle Seahawks linebacker, K.J. Wright. K.J., how are you? Hey, K.J. Good morning, fellas. How y'all doing? Good. Good. It's great to have you back with us. We appreciate it. Sir, thank you. Thank you. Congratulations on your Super Bowl win back in uh, Super Bowl 48, 43-8 over mm-hmm. Denver. Let's go Kansas mm-hmm. City Chiefs. How was that? How are you feeling after you win the Super Bowl, after everything you put into something like that? You know, because it, it starts in March, you know, and goes all the way through. What was that feeling like? I mean, it's the, one of the best football feelings in the world. I mean, you just put in all that work since you're essentially in high school and you play in high school, you play in college, you get to the top of the top, playing against the best of the best, and you're the last two teams standing, and you go out there and win in dominating fashion like we did. I mean, that's just a legendary moment that I could put on my resume. And so for us to um, go out there, best offense in the world versus the best defense in the world, and the mantra is still true that defense steals, wins championships. And um, so definitely a fun game. I've also been on the opposite side. And so, like you said, I know how both teams are feeling. The Super Bowl hangover is real and when you win and when you lose. And so it's going to be a very long offseason for these teams. I believe it's going to be a longer offseason for the Philadelphia Eagles. You lost the following year. You guys were trying to go back-to-back, and you lost to Tom Brady and the New England Patriots, Bill Belichick, the whole crew in Super Bowl Forty Nine. What's that like? <laughs> I mean, to this day, I still feel the effects of it. I mean, it's just um, when, you, when you lose in that fashion, it's just um, you don't trust each other anymore as teammates. You don't trust each other as coaches. Any message that gets sent, you're like, you can't tell us anything right now. And so when we did lose that game, we had a very dark cloud hovering over their build, that building for years and years. And, um, yeah, and, like, people talk about the loss more so they do talk about my Super Bowl win. And um, obviously in the fashion that we lost it at. And so um, definitely a hard, hard lesson we had to learn. And so um, when you get in those moments, just do the little things right and everything should take care of itself. But like, like I said, we had to learn the hard way. Yeah, I, I think the other way, and I'm not trying to be negative because, I mean, Jeff is like 
you know, talking about all the losses. Come on, Jeff, man, we can talk about some of the wins. Well, we stressed the win first. We, we, you know, we went to the thrill of victory first. Okay. He's so, good. He's good. Yeah, but my, my, I guess my point here is, is like, if you're sitting here in Cleveland and you know you didn't make the playoffs and the years that you didn't, you know, you weren't able to get to that next level. I mean, I, I think the Super Bowl is refreshing once you see that clock hit double zero because doesn't it feel like you can put the season behind you and start working towards – because everyone's zero and zero today. Like, today I think is probably one of the best days for Browns football because you know the fresh start really begins today or yesterday. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And when that game is over, you have your champions, boom, okay, 2022 season is over. Let's get to the drawing board. Let's put our roster – on the chalkboard, and let's see what can we do to find a way to end up in Las Vegas next year representing the AFC and the Super Bowl. And so on um, the Browns, you just look at this team. What are they going to do going forward? Um, you traded the house for Deshaun, for Deshaun Watson. You gave up everything for him. And let's see, how are they going to maximize bringing him in? And um, uh, call me crazy, guys, but I'm not a fan of pairing a Nick Chubb with the Deshaun Watson, I don't believe that Deshaun has any business under center handing the ball off to him 25 to 30-plus times a game. Deshaun Watson is the guy that needs to be in shotgun, airing the, the ball out downfield to speedy receivers. And so it's going to be very, very interesting to see how are they going to approach this offense to maximize that big-time move they made. And so it's going to be very interesting to see how, they, how all things play out. KJ Wright joining us. KJ, that's an interesting thought. So what do you do if you're Kevin Stefanski? You're calling plays, Alex Van Pelt. You're designing plays. You have a big-time running back who I think is a Hall of Fame running back and still in his prime, yet you have a quarterback who you think should be playing a different style of football. What do you do there? Man, listen, it doesn't start with the fans. It starts with the general manager. And I love Nick Chubb. I have the utmost respect for him. One of the best guys that I ever competed against. But you have got to find a way to get some draft picks that you lost in this in this um, Deshaun Watson trade. And so if you, you have got to revamp this offense. Nick Chubb, Deshaun Watson do not belong on the same football field together. And so you may have to make another blockbuster trade to maximize Deshaun Watson and get some uh, get some get some receivers in there. Get um get, you know boost up the offensive line some more. So um it's gonna be a trade that hurts the franchise. They're gonna be so confused and why did y'all trade away our best football player? But we've seen that it's been done before. We saw when the Cowboys did it back in the day. They ended up being a Super Bowl team and so um that's that's the move that you have to make if you want to make sure that you have a successful football season next year. All right, KJ, that's huge. People here love Nick Chubb. We think he's the best guy in the team as you said. And running backs don't seem to be bringing you a whole lot back. What do you think you could get for Nick Chubb if you wanted to trade him? And if you trade him and you can't get back even a first, which might sound loony, but Mm -hmm. are you better off keeping him and devising something else if you think you can? You can get a second-round pick for him. You get a second, possibly another late-round pick. But, guys, the the goal of of the football season is to get to the promised land. The goal is to, when you are the Cleveland Browns, to maximize our quarterback, not our running back. And so if you have the Deshaun, you know, hand of the ball, the Nick Chubb 25, 30 times a game, yeah, he's going to give you 100-plus yards running the ball, but it limits you. It's going to cap how well – he is as a quarterback. I played Deshaun Watson when he was with DeAndre Hopkins back when he was with the Houston Texans. They put up 200 yards by themselves just as a tandem, and so he is a dynamic football player. If you do not want to have a dynamic football player handing the ball off several times a football game, that makes absolutely no sense. You didn't make all those trades for you to be a run-first football team. That is backwards. And so if you want to make that trade, 
make the trade work for your quarterback. Make it work for the team, not for your running back. All right, so where are we with Watson then? So you look at last year. He, like I heard somebody say today, would the Browns have been better off if he had been suspended for the entire season? I thought it was an interesting take on the situation because they might have had a higher draft pick or maybe not. You know, uh, you know, they they weren't in a horrible spot before he came back. So because I thought Jacoby played pretty well, but where are you with him? He had that ramp up time towards the end of the season to get back out on the field to work out some of the bugs. Can he be the quarterback he once was? Yes, and last year was ugly. It was terrible. I was like, I was like, this. He looked like he hasn't played football in several, several years. And so, obviously, he did need to get his feet, but he needs to step, step back on the football field and finish those last few football games. And so, when you look at Deshaun Watson, he's he's not a, he's not an old guy. He still has some life left in his legs. He is still a dynamic quarterback. He still can get back to the quarterback that they traded the house for and paid their guaranteed contract for. And so you have got to go all in on him. If you want to make that trade, continue to invest in Deshaun Watson. Continue to bring some speedy receivers in. Draft well. You may have to make a blockbuster trade to uh, make some moves. And so it will not work. If that team wants to get to the playoffs, they want to get to the Super Bowl, the style and the, and the, the chemistry of that offense is not going to work with um, what we saw last year. And so the GM and the head coach have got to find a way to get this team in a position to be successful. And the, what they have right now, is it's not going to work. KJ Wright's joining us, former linebacker with the Seattle Seahawks. You guys held the Denver Broncos to eight points in the Super Bowl you won. It had to pain you to see 38-35 in a Super Bowl, did it not? It was so ugly. And more in particular – when the Eagles was just demolishing the Chiefs. And I don't know how the Chiefs put up that many points. But um, I was just sitting there watching, and uh, we was texting in the group chat. You know, I talked to my LOB teammates, and we were like, this is a complete disaster. Like, what is this? 38 points in the Super Bowl. and um, But you just look at the way that the league is structured. This is what the NFL wants. This is what they want. They want these quarterbacks to put up all these points. If you even think about hitting the quarterback the wrong way, they're throwing you out of the game. If a line, if a receiver comes across the middle, you hit them wrong. 15-yard penalty, first down of the team. And so um, this is going to continue being like this. It is very frustrating. But um, defenses, they got to find a way to be – you got to find a way to play better. You got to find a way to keep your hands clean. Um, it's not fun. It's not easy. But um, that's why they pay us the big bucks, and we got to find a way. But I was definitely I was definitely upset watching all those points being scored. <laughs> All right, KJ, so let's let's talk about the role of the linebacker for a second because, you know, Jeff and I have talked about how, like, when I was a kid, like, we all, like, the linebacker was, you know, it on defense. and The main man. Yeah, yeah. I, and, and now it's just like, it just feels like it's a hybrid DB or maybe a guy that can, you know, put a little pressure on it. Where are we with linebacker right now? Where should it go, and do you think it'll ever return to where it once was uh, of its level of importance on defense? Right. Um, when you look at great defenses in the history of the NFL, every great defense has a great linebacker. Mike Singletary, Ray Lewis, Bobby Wagner, every great defense has a great linebacker. And I believe that when you look at the NFL now, I do believe that it's going to be just one linebacker that teams pay. I'm referring to off-the-ball linebackers. Just one linebacker that teams pay. And um, when I was with the Raiders last year, guys, listen to me, we went nickel. We went nickel versus 13 personnel. Three tight ends, one running back. We were in nickel. And I was like, this is the most bizarre thing. <laughs> this is the most bizarre thing that I've ever seen in my life. 
And so the value of off the line, off the ball linebackers has definitely gone down. But um, like I said, if you want to have a really good football team, you need that man in the middle calling your huddle, that man prepared, that man running sideline to sideline, getting everyone lined up. And so I value linebackers. But when you look at the league now, it's one good linebacker, and they're going to find a way to get DBs on the field. All right, let's talk about your former quarterbacks. Number one, Derek Carr probably getting released today, and he's he didn't agree to a trade. Uh, he looks like he's playing it smart from a money standpoint. Good for Derek Carr. Russell mm-hmm. Wilson gets Sean Payton. Can Sean Payton fix Russell Wilson, or does Russell not need fixed because it was all Nathaniel Hackett? No, Russ needs to fix himself. I believe that's where it first starts. And I do believe that pairing Russell with the Nathaniel Hackett was a complete disaster. I was watching that style of offense, watching Russ to three-step drop, not scrambling. The play action was non-existent. That did not fit Russell Wilson's strength. And so I need Sean Payton to come in with a new offense that fits Russell. If he brings in the offense that he ran with Drew Brees, it's going to be another disaster for Broncos country. And so what he did with Drew Brees, I need him to scrap it. I need him to throw it away. Go back and watch Russell when he was let Russ cook. Go back and watch that offense and bring in an offense that could maximize um, a Cortland Sutton, a Jerry Judy, um, to get Javante Williams going. And so Russ can get back to action. You don't just have 10 great years in one year. You suck, and all of a sudden you're washed up. It, football does not work like that. And so I do know that this man is hungry. I do know that he is focused. And I do believe that we'll see Russell Wilson get back to the guy we knew when he was in Seattle. Derek Carr? Big money? On the way? Or or did the Raiders <laughs> make the right move here? The Raiders made the right move. And um, when you bring in a quarterback, when you bring a quarterback in like Derek Carr, my question is, how far can Derek Carr take you? And I love him as a man. I love him as a quarterback. But he has had 10 years when he was with the Raiders, and he gave you zero playoff wins. I mean, what, what are we bringing in? What are we paying for? Can we get this in the draft? Or do we spend 30 to $40 million in a quarterback that's proven who he is? And so um, I do love him. I do believe at the right at the right price tag, I would love to bring him in. I understand the quarterback market is a quarterback market. If that is the case, if I'm any team, I'm not bringing in a quarterback at this stage, this point in his career, that is showing me that he cannot even get to the playoffs and give me a playoff victory. Well, too bad you didn't have anything to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, fellas. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. Well, you've inspired our next conversation. Boy, our Browns fans going to be mad at you. KJ, thank you. <laughs> thanks, KJ. It, it only makes sense, Browns fans. Oh, there it is. <laughs> KJ, thanks, buddy. All right. Thank you. KJ, thanks. right back with us, former linebacker, mainly with the Seattle Seahawks. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 